Welcome to episode 36 of the Building and Scaling Online Courses podcast. This is Davey Gravy. How's it going? So here is an update. Another day of trying to recover a bad profit month. If you are just tuning in, this is like your first episode you're listening to, you can go back and listen to the last few episodes uh, we had. I describe how we have... We're projected to have a very low profit month compared to others. We normally do, on an average month, I'd say between like twenty and 30000 in profit. And then we have different promotions and things that we do that boost some months up to maybe fifty or sixty. Uh, so we were looking at like $2,000 in projected profit, which is like, you know, 90% down or 10% of what it should have been normally. So we're like, all right, well, that's not good how do we fix that? And so the last few days I've been going over what my thoughts are on how to fix it right now. It's six 30 in the morning, Wednesday, March 23rd. And I'm driving to Starbucks to get my day rolling, but I wanted to tell you some updates. So one of the strategies we had was to do a promotion of one of our courses. And typically we'll do these, you know, once a month or so. Um, and earlier when I said we do promotions, I mean, we do like uh, maybe a new course launch or something that's a little bit different that usually brings in a larger influx of initial sales. But uh, we're doing it. We did a course launch or a um, kind of a promotion, uh, like a discount deal with some other type of advertising activities for Aerial Roof Inspection Pro. And that's one of the courses we have. We made that course with uh, another person, another company who does this, uh, does this work on a regular basis. And so we're like, all right, normally the course is like 500 bucks. We're going to give $200 off. And there's like a little add on course you can do. That's like, if you hear cars driving by, it's because I have my windows rolled down. Um, cause there's so much fog. I can't see. I'm trying to turn left. Um, there's normally an add on course you can do. That's like a hundred bucks. And we're gonna give that to them for free if they sign up during our webinar or on the night of the webinar. So we did this free training last night and I didn't know what to expect. Seems like buying appetite is a little bit lower at the moment because you know gas prices are super high and ad costs are up. So who knows what it's from or what the combination is, but sales are a little bit down and I noticed this across different industries, talking to different friends. Uh, it's a similar trend. So I was expecting maybe a lower, lower sales um, activity than maybe a normal, like what we did six months ago or a year ago on this course, because we would do this promo about every six months on this course. So the, the training was me and Sinue, the guy who uh, is the course instructor, we would get on and, he, and he's in the world of drones every day doing solar, uh, solar surveys or um, collecting data with drones. Uh, for four roofs for roofers and different people so he's out there innovating and in this space he's familiar with it so we're doing this presentation together uh he's kind of the expert i'm kind of the host and you know i know what i'm talking about too i can add a lot since i i talk to tons of people across the industry but he's kind of the resident expert so the point of the training was to talk to people about hey well here's what a roof inspection is with a drone here are three different industries or verticals or business models that if you know how to do 
uh, how to, if you know how to fly the drone and do the roof inspection, you can kind of pursue these different angles. And we go into three things you need to know if you want to make money with it, like be really good at it, like skills and knowledge. So uh, that was the plan of the webinar. And we launched it at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we had a you know, decent showing. I think anywhere from 150 to 200 people were live at any given moment. But we went through, we did all that stuff. We presented for probably about 45 minutes, and then we made the sale at the end. And I think we did last night a little over $11,000 in sales, which is not bad. It's, it's more than I was probably expecting, honestly, on the for the first initial live call. But let me describe to you some tactics that I or not tactics, but just this, the strategy that I used for this webinar because I don't really like selling and I'm not particularly good at selling. And when I say selling, I mean, you know, you and me are one-on-one -on -one in a conversation and I'm trying to get you to buy something, right? That's kind of what I think of as selling. Or I'm presenting and I'm there at the end and I pitch my offer and I'm really trying to get you to buy it, right? And it's me talking you into buying my thing. That's what I'm either, you know, I guess, A, not that great at, and also don't really uh, like doing. It just, I don't think many people like it. You feel, for some reason, or people typically feel bad about it. Like, oh, I'm trying to get them to do something that they probably don't want to do, or that they at least feel initial resistance to doing. Which, you know, like, if you're selling a good product, why would you feel that way? But even if you're selling a good product, typically people have these feelings. So, one thing I've noticed, I thought, well, how does it that we still make a pretty good amount of sales when I don't really even sell the product? I'm not even like pushing it. Really, I do the presentation and at the end, I'm like, all right, and then, you know, we've got this course. Here's what it is. Um, it's normally priced this. And now for the next whatever, it's going to be priced this. If you want it, uh, here it is, you know, and then I just go and take questions. That's like really about all the selling I do. And I, I do walk them through the course. Say, hey, let me just show you what's inside real quick. And I, you know, sh share my screen. I go through some of the modules and that's it. But I'm like, well, what would lead people to still purchase that even though I didn't sell it very hard, if at all? I just made the offer. Well, it's really about, you know, you might have heard some, somebody called framing or pre-framing. Uh, it is helping or, or educating whoever is listening to you, um, getting them to have certain desires in their mind or educating them on certain things before you ever even make the offer, right? So as I am crafting our presentation, I do want to teach people things, right? Because if you go in there and it feels just like a giant, your presentation feels like a giant pitch, a lot of people are going to turn them off and they might not want to come back later. So I, so goal number one is how does somebody do sit through this presentation, not buy, and still feel like they got um, you know, they didn't waste their time. Maybe that's not your first priority, but that's kind of what I think about first. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't want people to not like me. Um, then another thing to think about is how do I make this presentation in, in such a way that at the end of this, this person craves what I'm offering, right? That's another thing to think about. So like, what can I do? What can I talk about during this presentation that would get them excited to hear my offer at the end? So that, that way I don't even have to really sell it, you know? So me insinue, uh, and again, this isn't like some big, like, oh, we're trying to psychologically manipulate people or whatever. Like, you know, you need to have an actual good product and 
be telling the truth and saying things that are real in your, in your presentation and all that stuff. But you might have to do some digging and might have to do some thinking as far as, hey, what's, what, what are things like where this is a reason that this is a good opportunity? So we talked about, hey, listen, if you learn how to do these things, here's what we're seeing that you can do, right? So here are stuff, here are things Sinue is actually doing. Here's ways he's actually making money, right? We talked about, hey, with roofing, we thought it was going to be you go give esti- help roofers do estimates. And we realized, hey, they're not interested in that. And so we, taught, we, we talked about that. We said, but actually, here's an opportunity is if you go out and you find the roof damage and you get the roof report and you go, you can sell that lead to the roofer and that is the way people are making money. And so we can describe that process. So now we're just giving them this information, which is valuable to them. And they're like, oh, this is, that's cool. That's great. But what that also does is it now plants that seed in their mind. Oh, man. I could make money doing this and I could see myself doing that. I need to learn how to do roof inspections. Now we're not at this point being like, all right, we've got this course that you're really going to want to take, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we casually mentioned it here and there like, hey, we, you know, Sinuay also made this course and, you know, I'm not going to get into the course now, but we talk about a few things like X, Y, Z, right? So you kind of tease it a little bit. Um, And again, not to be like sneaky, but just it kind of comes up in conversation. Um, But you got to be thinking about what could I say that's real and true that is going to get somebody excited about what it is that I have to offer. And a lot of times people connect with stories. I mean, you could just spit a bunch of facts at them. The, e- the e-learning industry is growing by 10% per year and the drone industry is growing by 48%. I mean, we did that in a presentation with roofing, like 48% of roofers fall off and hurt themselves. Oh man, that's terrible. Drones can fix that. Like people hear stats, but they don't connect emotionally with them always try to bring it back to a story. So instead of us being like, hey, 58% of roofers aren't using drones, we said, hey, let me tell you about how one of my friends is doing this right now and what he's seeing, right? And oh, Sinue went to a conference and he did a, and he talked to eight different property managers and here was their feedback and here's what they said and here's what they said they'd buy and here's why. And right now they have to do these drive-bys, but actually they were interested in replacing the drive-by look of the property with a drone, uh, you know, report, all that stuff. So tell stories, try to give real anecdotes. And again, that's the hard work of going out there and getting those stories and talking to people and, and having some of that experience. Um, but some, a lot of times that experience is already there in your head. You just kind of have to dig for it a little bit. So you do all this in your presentation and it really just feels like you're having a conversation and sharing information, which you are. And again, you want it to be helpful for people so that you're building goodwill. But then it also has the benefit that at the end of the presentation, you don't have to sell all that hard. If your product can help get people to where the, or, you know, towards the place you're talking about in your presentation. Um, so, you know, that's, if you're thinking about, man, I hate selling, here's a way to not have to sell as hard, uh, but still be able to make income, make profit. If you are good at the marketing and the framing piece of it. And I even hesitate to say framing because sometimes people feel like, you know, you're manipulating people. Oh, you're, you're doing this voodoo magic in their mind so that they'll say yes to whatever it is you offer. No, it's not it. Really. It's just, you know, how do you, how do you help them learn something in such a way and reveal the right information to them that they're excited about what it is that you're selling? You know, that's all it is. So, uh, hope you found it helpful. And that's what I was learning. And, we're on our way to a better profit month. The update actually is that our regular kind of evergreen sales numbers picked up. And so those are forecasted to be now in the $8,000 region for profit. Uh, and we did 11,000 from just this one night, but we have a promo going to the email, full email list 
Uh, let's see, over the next few weeks, I'm guessing we'll get it to between 15 and 20. And again, so I got a 50-50 profit share. So I'll make at least another probably seven from that. Uh, so, you know, stack that eight plus seven, we're at 15. And then honestly, we had like a bunch of bulk order, like, hey, I'm a school. We got 20 people who want, uh, you know, or 20 students who we want to teach this to. Or uh, we have an engineering group. So we got like four or five of those. So we probably made another seven to $8,000 just off of those. So what is that? You know, 8,000 plus seven is 15. So now we're, we're probably at like 22, 22, 23, maybe right now, if everything holds up. So, uh, so yeah, I'd say this was a recovery. Got it back into our normal zone. Um, I'm actually just thinking about that, which is why I sound surprised. Uh, so yeah, so we'll see, we'll keep pushing. We'll see what else we can do, uh, and see how we can, how we can get it going up. But, um, so far, at least one of our strategies that we've been able to implement is working and uh, you're here real time to see it. So if you got any questions, hit me up, david at davidyoung.xyz. Uh, be happy to answer any questions or give you feedback or advice on something you're doing. Uh, but I appreciate you listening. Take care. Adios.